Hey there, bad girl, looking for something else. Hey there, bad boy, looking for something else. Come into the lounge, come into the wiki, come and stick around, come and tell it to me, Bobcast. Come in the Bobcast. Bobcast. Come in the Bobcast. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of Bobcast with you. As always, it's Bob live in the Aqua Blue Lounge staring at the Ouija board. You just heard the brand new theme song by the legendary Mr. Judah Kim here in the year 2021. We were running with the, the same theme song since 2019. And we, you know, we've come to love that song. But, you know, sometimes you got to change things up. Why do you got to change things up? Because that's how you keep things interesting. And when I want to make a new theme song, there's nobody else I'd rather call upon Besides tonight's guest, Mr. Judah Kim. How are you, sir? Excellent. We're in the Bobcast. So wait a minute. Since the last time we Zoomed, did you get a new micro- microphone? Is that a sure? I No, I've had this for a little bit. I had it last time we, we uh, podded. Was I, wear, was I wearing headphones last time? I think I was, right? Yeah. It sounds really good tonight is what I'm trying to say to you. Okay, good, good. You, you, know sound, you sound like you're like in the middle of like a like an ocean wave about to break. You know yeah, I mean? I mean, I just, I put on a what we call a Neve 1084 virtual preamp, and I cranked it up so it should sound nice and saturated. Oh, that sounds really good. It sounds like podcast material. Um, so in this whole interim, you've been writing songs, and all of a sudden, you just dropped on the internet that you're going to be releasing the song "Radiate." I really like the color scheme. That's my first question for you. Where'd you come up with those radiant colors? Well, I gotta thank Canva. Have you messed with Canva at all? No, I should check it out. Canva's pretty cool. I, I pay for the premium subscription, and if you put like a photo or a video on there, it can really well first it like split the image, and then yeah, you can add all sorts of effects to it, which is cool. I'm I don't know that I'm gonna necessarily use that as the cover, but yeah, I dug what the design was for the. Just I really the- like the colors. Yeah, they're it's like an interesting assortment that you don't usually see. You know, it's thank pleasurable you. to the eye. Um, I'm super. Is there a music video too? Did you do one, or is it just the song? I haven't made one. I'm not currently. I haven't currently shot anything yet, but I I might. What if we just like you know uh, shot footage of like? Did you see that article I posted on my uh, Facebook Bobcast page? By the way, I start posting back to that because of you. You're like, why don't you post there no more? I was like, all right, I will. The Dyson machine, or the not the Dyson machine, the Dyson engine, or something that could wrap around the sun and harnesses energy to reanimate you in your afterlife. Did you happen to read that article? I, I skimmed past it, but I was like, check Dyson? it out. Like at the same time, I think radiate was released. I read that article on the same day and it was like a, you know, a synchronicity. I was like, wait a minute. The world's trying to tell me something about, you know, solar energy or, or the song. I've always loved the song radiate. Yeah. And, um, it was a, it was written, it's an old song. It was written in 2017, maybe. And we played it, um, as Judah Kim and the assassination. And that actually reminds me, I was, um, considering just because, you know, Jackie, our photographer was like on tour with us and she filmed it each show. So I might go back and see if she still has the footage of us playing that and might incorporate that into some sort of music video, which could be cool. 
I could send you the uh, footage that my brother shot of us playing it at. Um, oh yeah. What yeah. was the place called? The um, the Supper Club. The Springwater Supper Club. Yeah, dude. Something about the word supper. You know what I mean? It just makes you think. I don't know. My parents say it. They don't say dinner. They say, "What are we having for supper?" I like it. It's so like pirate to me. You know what I mean? <laughs> so like, are you down in the gully making me me supper? You know what I mean? Like, it's just, I don't know. It kind of freaks me out. Oh, okay. So it's weird for you. Okay. (laughs) I I guess. I mean, what isn't weird for me these days? You know what I mean? I'm about to participate in this podcast. And then after that, today, I'm doing another one of those drive-by birthdays here in the neighborhood. Um, You know, a year later, we are, this episode will air a little bit later, but we are recording this a year to the date since the pandemic began, you know? And um I've just became consciously aware how I do that. I put, you know, sometimes at the end of a sentence where I'm trying to get my point across. I'm not going to do that no more. It's a discovery here live tonight on the Bobcast, ladies and gentlemen. You know what else that you do that I, that I like just language wise is you say no more a lot. Like do you really? Like he doesn't come around no more. He doesn't do that no more. Like you say that shit a lot. He don't do that no more. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like, sound like a, you know, some cool 80s kid. I like that. Yeah, you know, I mean, I can't be, I can't not help be influenced by it. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's just the time I I grew up. And to be quite honest, I mean, in the last like what month I interviewed the two leads of the Monster Squad, it was like a total nostalgic trip back to my, you know, childhood days and like trying to like come to, I don't even know. It was weird, man. It's a weird union of sorts because, dude, I, I made cards about that movie. You know what I mean? Like, I wanted to be in the club, the Monster Squad, you know, and. And then to have a, a podcast, which was just inconceivable when we were children, that I could just have an unlimited amount of data to record, you know what I mean? And like pay a hundred bucks a, mo- a year to just have me chatting for countless hours. Yeah, that's amazing, man. That really, that's really, that's really awesome. I'm like, I, I don't know the movie at all. So, I mean, but I just know that that's like, I can imagine how awesome that is for you. So it's like my Goonies. Congratulations. Yeah. I, I, the Goonies was cool, but there was no monsters, like no legit monsters. You know, it was kind of sad that Chunk was just somebody who was disformed and where everybody was scared of him and making fun of him. I, I always felt empathy for the character. Like, damn, dude, like, why do y'all play? You know what I mean? Like, the 80s were rough, too, in a way, too. You know what I mean? Like, it was a playful time with language, but it also was like a rough time for, like, uh, society. You know what I mean? Like, people, like, Reagan's America. It was a weird, weird atmosphere. Yes. Yes. But um, I didn't comment on this show yet, but I mean, we are recording and there's audio. Sometimes I post video, but I want to compliment you on your brand new studio you got going on right there. I really like the, the color scheme. You know what I mean? Like it's really vibrant. All your stuff's right there. You record in this room. Yes. You've been busy during the pandemic doing this, right? Yes. Yes. I mean, if I, if my facial hair could grow, I would have a beard this long. But, but, your, fa- but your facial hair can grow though. No, it can't. It can't. It could. I, I could never get it to where yours is right now. Never. Mm-hmm. Never. No. What do you think about this? Because this is how crazy. I'm growing my sideburns down a little bit on each side. I'm going for the Luke Perry like 90210 look that I had when I was like 20 years old. Uh, you should grow. I, I remember one time you grew like a mustache, and it looked. You look kind of hard. You look really hard, to be honest with you. You know what I mean? Like I was like, I wouldn't mess with this dude. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I, I look at it as a, a blessing and a curse because it's like, well, the blessing is that like, I don't have to worry about shaving all that much like uh, some other people do. So it's nice. Yeah. 
um, sometimes, you know, things happen in life that, uh, you know, you look back on and you're like, wow, I really, you know, have fond regard for those times. And, um, you know, to, I guess, capstone this podcast um, interview with you, I wanted to do something a little special. So uh, today, one by one, we're going to be welcoming the former members of Judicim and the Assassination here live tonight, Union style. Please welcome to the show, Mr. Kevin Cox. Live into the feed. Here he comes. He's uh, checking his audio. He's looking at the screen. He's being sure of himself. He's connecting. The dots are moving. He's connected. Mr. Kevin Cox, welcome to the show. Kevin. Yo, how's it going, guys? This is incredible. Are you you seriously got everybody to do this? You're you're a fucking man. I love this. this is yeah, awesome. and here we go now. Let's uh, admit we can't forget about our fearless drummer, Mr. Johnny McNally. Here he comes. Hey. Here he comes. We're watching him come into the screen. We have NBA Jam in the background connecting to. Hey. Right, there he is, John. Yo, John. Hey, Judah. Yo, Kevin. What's, what's going on? J Mac, what's up, buddy? Not I love. I love the fact that NBA Jam made it all the way down to Nashville. You know what I mean? There was no decision-making <laughs> process that was like, nah, I don't know what we, yeah, maybe we should leave it. You're like, we're taking it. Absolutely, man. Damn right, man. I was... <laughs> so yeah. here we all are. My plan worked out. We're also awaiting Isaac Wendell. Um, he was the, the rhythm uh, guitar player, I guess, uh, other lead guitar player. Was, yeah, there wasn't really that, that type of guitar. thing in the band, right? Kevin was a guitarist, you know, he's, it's just the, all the parts. Were not but nobody played the tambourine with such fierce vigor as Mr. Kevin Cox here on the show. I have video footage that I look back at sometimes. I'm like, wait a minute. It's like he was born to play that and just entertain people. I mean, yet you're a singer songwriter and stuff like that, but I've always admired your tambo skills. <laughs> I don't know how, how uh, technically sound they are, but it just focused on John and put some aggressive, uh, aggressive nature into it it was good yeah. well i'm glad you noticed that bob i i guess i took it for granted but now that now that you mention it like yeah <laughs> yeah i you know i didn't even know we were going to talk about it and then like he popped up on the screen and that's the first thing i thought of was the tambo action you know what i mean it's yeah good like, approach, kevin uh aggressive because you, you there's no in between tambourine play and you're either either look super lame or you're killing it and you killed it so <laughs> I know there, there, there is no in between. You know, it's a fine instrument. Did you ever see Eddie Vedder with the tambourine? Sometimes he goes so insane with it that like he'll punch his head, his head through it because he's so drunk on the red wine. You know what I mean? Like he's out there. Two bottles in. <laughs> but anyway, we, we're just talking about uh, Judah Kim here. He's releasing the song "Radiate," and uh, we were reminiscing about the time we played it uh, on tour down south and all the great times we had. Yeah, I can't wait to hear how this one comes out yeah I, yeah man i was just talking to bob about it and i was um saying that um i'd like to because it was never released the footage that we got on tour through jackie maybe p- compile some of those performances together to, to to make the music video for it that'd be cool you know it could be it could be interesting it could be there's nothing quite like compiling stuff you know when you compile it means you're doing something right what do you guys mm-hmm. like to compile Anybody? You compile anything? Like I compile comics, I guess. Cassette tapes. Socks. <laughs> you like socks? It's funny you say that, man. I saw this guy today at Miller's. Did you ever eat at Miller's uh, Ale House, by the way? It's a it's a commercial here on the show. We're trying to plug. 
It's good food. It's all right. It's fried chicken. It'll make your stomach completely erupt. You'll be on the toilet for hours, but it's well worth it. The guy who was the curbside delivery gentleman today was wearing these socks that were just so extravagant that I had to compliment him from afar. I was like, yo, bro, nice socks. And like he turned and he looked at me and it, it just, it made his whole day. His whole face was like a Excalibur of excitement. You know what I mean? He was just there looking at me like, yes, man, life is so grand. Yeah. It's been a while since I, I did talk to Jay Mac uh, and his wife a few episodes back, but Cox, I haven't seen in a while. This is his second appearance now on the show. Cox, what have you been up to with the singer songwriting materials? I mean, really nothing with, with music. It's been a tough year with teaching, um, which it's really kind of consumed uh, my, my whole life, but you know, just been trying to not get sick and trying to figure out how to teach kids through Zoom. And um, we've we've had kids on campus the whole the whole school year since September, and it's been uh, it's been wild. We made it work, but it's been wild. So I did do one substitute Zoom class, and I tried to conduct it the same way I would like a regular like you know class with like energy and stuff and it just didn't work dude like your voice was very similar to just now how you were describing what you've been up to that was the same voice that all the students had just being like uh and it really made me remember when i told you like i'm thinking about getting out of teaching yeah and you're like are you sure bro yo didn't i make a right move <laughs> <laughs> you picked a good time man. i see it i'm gone <laughs> but uh i do feel bad for kids because they're gonna have a really tough time with this in the long run especially if they're a certain age where you know it's not just about education. It's also about socialization. Yeah. yeah. I also heard no more snow days. Like, hmm. it's just going to be all online if, if snow, you know, makes it so you can't get into the building. So. What was our number back in the day when they would call it out? Uh, three, something? Three, 305. 305, right? I think so. I know, right? There's another plug for the greatest news radio station in the world. 1060, right? 60. The Wire. You know what I mean? AM radio, can you make money off ads? Uh, I don't know. I would assume so. See, technology is not that good. Like, if I just at, like asked a question, all these devices that I got in front of me, they should have been able to at, answer it right away. That's why you know you're still ahead of the curve because you can still think for yourself and look up stuff. You know what I mean? Where you at, Alexis? Come on. Seriously, man. Sometimes like I, I just know she's looking at me. I have both going on right now. I got Google and I got Alexa. And I don't really treat Alexa with the same amount of respect that I do Google. It's a weird thing. I don't pay attention to Alexa as much. She's right over there listening too. And I wonder what's going on inside of her mind. <laughs> you guys scared of technology? Yeah, I haven't, I haven't gotten the, um, with the Amazon dot or whatever, like any, I haven't gotten any speaking like Alexa things like that, but um, I'm, I'm sure. It's weird, right? Yeah. These apps taking over our lives. I the do, idea. Like, oh, what's that? Well, the idea that there is a device in my home listening for me right, is a little weird. And, and I have it with this, like, hey, Siri, you know, I can say, hey, Siri, and then it'll, it'll answer me. Yeah, it's just weird to think that your phone is always like listening for you, and like, I don't know. It's 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 easy to fall into like that headspace of conspiracy theory, you know. But you know, it, it's weird how quick we gave up our our you know privacy. We're like, all right, sure, take it. I mean, and we always do it for the sake of like 
convenience too. Like remember, I just remember dating myself, but when caller ID came out, it was so, it freaked out people. I remember that because I remember having it first. People like, don't do that. Don't say my name when you answer. It's so fucking weird. <laughs> yeah, it is weird. So um, now, now it's completely different. Would you answer a phone call that says private? No, I, I do. Right. I all the time. I love doing it because I love like messing with them. You know what I mean? Like I enjoy <laughs> it. It's a real, it's a really good break in the action. You know what I mean? It's like, they're calling to harass me. Why can't I harass them back? Right, right. And it makes me feel better about myself, to be honest. You know, it does. <laughs> well, the fear exists. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's your thing though, Bob. Remember when we were on tour and we, did we take somebody's phone number off of the stall in the bathroom or did we leave yours? I feel like we took some, I took somebody's <laughs> phone number off the stall and you called him. Uh, yeah. 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 I remember that. Um, it's, it's funny you say that because just recently I was behind a car and uh, this guy had a whole bunch of bumper stickers on there and shit. And he had another one that said, uh, text me, tell me what you think. And I was like, I'm not texting you. I'm calling you because I'm not going to text and drive. I'm responsible DoorDash driver. Another yeah. plug here on the show that's not being paid for. But if you want, we can do something. I, I call him and he's like, nobody's ever called me before. And I'm like, ever? They just text? So think about all the people you're putting into danger, dude. You should say, call me, not text. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're and, a saint uh, if you're driving and on the phone instead of texting. You're like a good Samaritan. <laughs> Judy, you used to be an Uber driver, right? Yeah, I mean, I haven't for a while. Um, but did, you yeah. ever, did you ever do Uber Eats? No. no. So you can go into the app and just switch off the uh, passengers and just do Uber Eats. And Uber Eats pays astronomical money that you got to, you know, eventually 1099, but like 30 bucks to take like chicken from the Plymouth Meeting Mall down to like Henry Ave. It's good money. You know what I mean? Nice. Check it out. I really like being a DoorDash driver and an Uber Eats driver right now, Kev. John, it's great. It's an awesome experience because I work when I want to work. I know I got to pay money back, but whatever. I'm cash rich. Yeah. It's in the phone. There's virtual yeah. money. I wish I bought a Bitcoin, dude. You know? Katie put some into that and is like trying to explain to me the workings of that system. And it's, yeah, that's, that's, uh, that, yeah. I don't well, have you, bandwidth right okay. now to understand it. <laughs> I can help explain it in less than 30 seconds. You ready? Bitcoin. What would you need money that's not physical for? Drugs. If you look up the Silk Road, there's this podcast Rogan put out with this guy who made a documentary. Did you watch it? Um, I think you did, right, Judah? Mm -mm. There's this documentary about the Silk Road, uh, which was like this... 2011 like online website where this guy thought well you know we're american we should be able to do whatever we want and that involves whatever buying whatever you want so he set up this black market where you can buy anything from you know psilocybin to ketamine to eventually guns and it was all started using bitcoin cryptocurrency and that's where it started because there was a need for it if you think about it well i can't send you money you know what i mean like the banks will see it stuff like that so from that, that cryptocurrency just became, you know, but I mean, other things came into play, but I mean, that's the practical reason for it. Yeah. And now I guess if you like, we were talking uh, before Judah and I about uh, how they're selling albums now on the internet, NFTs, non-fungible terms. I forget what it stands for because I'm old and, you know, with that being said, not getting old and staying young like Peter Pan, please welcome to the show currently in the studio recording one of his hit hit records come out probably the summer. Mr. Isaac Wendell here in the Aqua Blue Lounge tonight. Isaac Wendell. 
talk about all the good times we have with Isaac as he's joining. I mean, it's not working <laughs> in classic <laughs> Isaac fashion. It's spinning. <laughs> it just, it just looks different. It says joining. He's napping in the green. It, it was a good introduction, Isaac. At your up and phone. Come on, is. there he, he is. is. <laughs> Let's welcome to the show, yeah. Mr. Isaac Wendell. Strong beard game. What's wow. up? Dude, your ma- I thought your mask was your beard until John said something. I was oh, like, wait a minute. I'm blind. I was like, wait a minute. Like, Isaac has just turned into the bishop. This is how, this is how I wear So by coincidence right now, and just tell me because I can tell just from what I'm looking at the ceiling, are you in Kawari right now? I'm in Kawari. No shit. Yeah, yeah. he's in the amp room where all the amps are, right? Yeah. Wedges. Nice, man. So we're in right now in the virtual Zoom chat in the exact room we recorded our album, Dark Circles. Yes. Isaac is going to, yeah, so Isaac is right now going to be performing each of us in a dramatic reenactment of the recording process. (laughs) (laughs) So tell us, what what are you doing right there right now? All right, so... uh, uh, Yeah, I just lost them. <laughs> That's the part of the and, studio uh, that had bad. Dude, COVID. that was so great. I went to look for my water. <laughs> Isaac, tell me what's going on. What are you doing yep. there? You broke up. Uh, you know, just you, you still hear me? Yeah, I can hear you perfect now. Yeah, we're uh, you know we're recording some songs. I'm doing all the all the instruments and uh, and vocals like that other song mm-hmm. and uh, making a little pro. It's a little project. Beautiful. Am I allowed to say yeah, that so I did? I did. I heard done. some of it. I just said it, so I, I did hear. I was privy to hear a little sneak preview. We're not going to play any right now, unless you kind of want to. But what a demo! To... A demo I made in my basement. <laughs> no, it's really good though. I can't wait for people to hear it. I'm trying to hype you up. You know what I mean? Because I know you're you're trying to get the vaccine. Okay. You're trying to roll out there on tour and just hire yeah. us all back again. Right. And then it's Isaac Wendell and the proclamation, right? right? I mean, that's how it's going to go. You right. Guys in. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Right. Not bad. Is, is that the proclamation? That's not bad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm there. All right, let's do it. Let's sign up. Let's see if we can get that same Airbnb when we were down Alabama. Marshall. Marshall, what was her name? Was it Linda? Yeah. I know I'm old and I know I'm oh. oh, that was the best. What was her name? Linda. Linda? Yeah. So dude. Where we, she's like, where do you have where do you have our breakfast? Was that where we partied in the base in the parking lot? In the parking lot. And then she said she was going to make us like the most fantastic home fry, you know, like Southern cooked meal. And it was just like bland, car- bland carbohydrates, dude. It was terrible. I remember at one point just thinking like, dude, I don't know if I'm going to be able to get up off this table because we had gone to bed like 45 minutes prior. Yeah, I mean, I mean, everyone's hung over. I think Johnny was like, <laughs> I slept through. I was rude. I- <laughs> you were just hung over. Yeah, didn't we have to get you? Didn't we have to get Johnny some Pepto at one point? Like he was just down for the count. Like the IPAs just got him. Gatorade. And then Judah made her. Judah made her cry. Yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, at the end, right when he when you. Yeah, and it was a really good. I have to say though, I mean, it was it was a a great experience staying there. It was like you know a little creepy because I slept in the bedroom next to them and I could hear him breathing for the forty five minutes that I did sleep. And he had like, didn't he have like a breathing problem or something like COPD or something? And like, I don't remember. It was creepy, man. There was no all over the place. Sleeping, yeah. And then we, we got up and we just drove to Nashville. 
That was the next stop. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That was cool. That and was then Isaac off at some mansion too. He's like, I'll see you guys later. I'll be back and I'll be wearing shoes. <laughs> <laughs> the classic that, that's what fashion. happened. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but we had some good times, yeah. So I'm I'm stoked to was able to get everybody back together in this uh, podcast reunion. You know what I mean? Yeah, this was awesome. Oh, this yeah. Is, I can't believe you did it. And if it um, weren't for that project, I wouldn't still playing music very much, probably. So so Bob, were you? I mean, because because Bob told me that we were gonna do this podcast. Now he didn't tell me that any of you were. were did he tell you guys to keep a lid on it? Yeah, I, I did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because okay, yeah. truth truth be told, here's what happened, right? Because now I'm full of energy. I've had some iced coffee today with the added shot of espresso. It's amazing. I love it. Another ad for Dunkin' Donuts. It's good shit. Um, <laughs> but we did a podcast like maybe like last Thursday, Judah and I, and I was just, I had no energy, dude. And I scheduled these things in advance. And sometimes you just, you're zapped. I was baked. Okay. It's the honest <laughs> thing. Okay. I was really baked. All right. Everybody, the audience knows it, it just happens. Dude, the midday coffee intake is, yeah, I'm getting to that point where I need it. Yeah. During the pandemic, yeah. I actually did try to quit coffee and switch to tea, but there's something about drinking tea. I just feel like Hugh Grant or something like that. Like, I don't feel like myself. I feel just a mess in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. Are you drinking tea right now, Judy? Spot of tea, mate. Yeah. Like well, you have to. You're, you know, you're Freddie Mercury, dude. You got to coat that voice. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, the, the caffeine thing, man, is like the last, my last vice because I'm sober and <laughs> with all the substances so like i'm just like this is sucked on that caffeine yeah exactly and it's just like mm-hmm. i know I, I would you know be not to go off on a tangent but i will not to i would be so much of a better singer if i kind of dropped this stuff but but right. one could argue that like pizza also is the same type of drug as coffee right the mixture of uh sweet and you know like yeah, i think so right like there's different types of but coffee yeah it's it's definitely and also too congrats like valiantly uh how many years now have you been sober um, it's like eight plus. So yeah, I'll have demand, nine, 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 October twentieth. I remember when we celebrated your uh, your five year. Oh yeah, you got that shit. <laughs> what, what do you mean? We celebrated my five year. We were together in yep. the band, I think, right when that was uh, when that happened. Uh, oh, I think we had I think we had band practice that day yeah. or something like that. Dude, I drive by that place all the time. I look at it and I miss like <laughs> playing my bass out there on that. Uh, that was, that was that a great spot. That was a great spot. I had great conversations out on the uh, yeah outside on the deck. So for those who are listening to the podcast, not knowing what the hell is going on, we used to play. Uh, what is that? The Allen Wood Circle right there, right? The the turnaround and um, this house is like right there where you got to do the loop to get into IKEA. The jug handle. Yeah, the jug handle. What a great name too, man. Is there a band <laughs> called Jug Handle? Because there should be. I call it. Yo, guys, I got to check out. I got to go do a guitar solo, but it was uh, great being on. Rip it. Make sure you uh, tell the producer we said hello. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Don't. Fuck you. Yeah, so send our regards. All right. All right, back here to the show. Isaac, love you. Can't wait to hear you. Peace. Love y'all. Love you too, buddy. Love you too, Yeah, man. brother. Man, I'll never forget the moment when Isaac first came onto this uh, chat and he had that uh, just impressive looking black beard. <laughs> he looked like he's from... <laughs> You know, like the movie 300. He looked Amish. Yeah. yeah, and then he pulled it down, and I was like, the reveal's gone, man. It sucks. I thought the same thing, but I was like, why does he have no mustache? <laughs> He's always had, like, a really strange, like, uh, beard game going on, you know? There was one p- period of time where he, he had the, what's it called when you just have these growing out? 
and this all shaved like well, mutton chops. Yeah, mutton chops. That's it. He did. Ooh. Yeah. He did. He could not have been married at at that point. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, there's a picture of them together. Actually, that's yeah, the one I'm thinking of. Yeah. Right. So. You know, uh, so Johnny, how's it in Nashville, man? I, I feel like I haven't talked to Johnny in the longest. John's like, we're going to make a big move. We're going to go to Nashville. We're going to get big. Boom. Pandemic, it sucks. What are you talking about? <laughs> um, Katie has a, a gig today at five. Um, just solo acoustic. Um, so things are picking up in that regard. Uh, just got to put a band together here pretty much. Cool. Good news if everybody looks outside their window, transportation has arrived. We're on our way to Nashville. Isaac's already in route. It's going to be a great, great <laughs> reunion tour. Would you guys go out and tour, uh, tour during the pandemic? Well, if people would show. Would you do like what um, uh, previous guests a couple episodes back, Nick Perry and Underground Thieves are doing, play those drive in theaters? Mm hmm. I know, right? If you do it right, it's worth it. But if you do it the wrong way, then it's it's bad PR. Like, you could lose a lot of fans if they saw you, you know, playing shows where things were not responsible like that. The what yeah. do you mean, like tech tech wise, sound wise, that kind uh, of? Oh, just social distancing wise. Just oh, you know, yeah. yeah, yeah. I've seen pe I've seen people post about playing a live show, and I'm I'm just like, what do you, what do you mean? like at a bar or something i'm just like uh yeah you know some of these people i see post like i don't know who they are anyway but if i did i'd yeah it's not a good look but if you can do it the right way um i think that so i'm fully vaccinated now too so i, I, I would feel safe which uh, which one did you get a moderna yeah moderna oh because the education did you get it for the, the were you educated as a teacher you don't have any of the type 1a classifications yeah it was for it was for teaching so. um what a wild time you know what i mean searching for a vaccine you know what i mean age 41 like what's going on here you know what i mean like god yeah i don't I, i'm not in a rush to get it i, I would have like, a year ago i definitely had a nervous breakdown and i was like oh we're all gonna die but now it's like i it is what it is you know what i mean like i can't stop like I was working from home for the longest time. And then about like a month or so ago, maybe two months ago, I just start working again, you know, going out door dashing is great to get around people. It's weird, man. You know what I mean? Like, this is fun right now talking to you guys. You know what I mean? Like it's great to connect with people and like, not just like, you know, I guess it sounds stupid to say be with my family, but I mean, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I mean, look, Bob, it's like you, when you quarantine and with the same people, you're going to get sick of them after a while. It's just human nature. It's nothing personal against the people that you're with. It's just how it is. Yeah. I also miss playing music, you know, like I had my uh, repercussions about it, like before the pandemic thinking like, hey, it's, a, you know, it's time for me to stop doing this, you know? And now like in hindsight in the pandemic, it's just like, man, like I always had such a hard time with it. You know what I mean? It's just like, I should just, had more fun with it but i'm glad we did the shows and i'm glad we toured i'm glad we did an album and stuff like that i'm glad that i even played with mickey and pocket dial like all that kind of shit you know what i mean like it was a fun time like to to do stuff getting weird text messages today guys you know mickey. you ever get a facebook uh oh i know who this is i'm not gonna talk about it on the air it's weird did you ever get like a slew of texts and you're like you have to be like sherlock holmes to decipher who it is and you don't want to ask the question like hey you know, like I'm tired of saying that I got a new phone, you know, because they know that's 
bullshit you know i mean because i'm posting you know <laughs> like yeah i've mean, not in a while that, that always happens during the holidays i'll get like a random merry christmas text in the morning like from an unknown number man tell me that's not a great skit idea you know yeah. what i mean like <laughs> the nerve like the edit who is this person that cares about yeah. me the entire holiday is ruined because that person's trying to figure out whose number this is. <laughs> wild. Uh, a question for Kevin. Uh, did you have any side effects when you got the vaccine? Yeah. The, the first dose, no. It was mm -hmm. just like my arm was a little sore, like more so than a, a flu shot or something. But then the second dose, yeah, I had to, it was weird. It wasn't like, I don't feel like I have a list of symptoms where I was like, yeah, I had a fever and this and this, but I just was knocked out uh real sore had no energy and my brain was in a, a, a fog like just i don't know so i had, I had to take like a day off of work um but after like 24 to 36 hours after i had uh, received it then i was like fine and just back to normal um yeah that's the malaise is i i can't stand malaise i had to get a um whooping cough shot before my son was born, I was like, I didn't even know what whooping cough was. I was like, what is, what is that? And I've gotten- pronounce whooping. Maybe, you know, I got my own language. You could be right. I don't know, is it is it whooping or whooping? It's spelled whooping. Did I say, did I say whooping? Well, you said whooping, but I think it's, I pronounce it whooping. Well, what? that shot hurt is what I was trying to say. But yeah, whooping would have been a better way to say it. Let me get that whooping shot. <laughs> um, yeah, it hurt. It hurt for like a couple of days. You know, but yeah, I guess I get the vaccine. I'm in group one B because I'm a door dasher. You know, I'm on my way. Oh, shit. Nice. Yeah, because I'm out there delivering the chicken. You know what I mean? I'm taking care of people. The smell in my car, mixture of P.F. Chang's, Miller's, Chipotle, Chick-fil-A. It's like you don't think you smell it, but then you get back in your car later in the day and you're just like, my God, dude. Like, I don't, I don't know what I should do about it. I mean, no air freshener gets the smell out, but. The funny thing is, is that DoorDash, like, so when you DoorDash and you do Grubhub or Uber Eats, like McDonald's, Dunkin' Donuts, all these places, they need to seal the bag. They need to put like a label over top of it to, you know, magically preserve the, the food from COVID-19, I guess. But like um, some places don't, they just throw it in the bag and like customers complain about it a lot because they're so, you know, but like, I'm here to let you guys know too, that there's no way to stop people from being human around your food, you know? Like I was in the car the other day and I had all this food and shotgun, you know? I got this nice little spot for it. And all of a sudden I realized I got to sneeze really bad. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's coming big time, you know? And you ever been on the road and you got to sneeze? I mean, if, if I get in an accident, that's going to be my excuse. I had a sneezing fit. <laughs> There's no way not to close your eyes. And I'm like on, um, you know, like on Ridge Pike where you're like, you know, the three lanes are going in over like the underpasses and you're going up towards like Plymouth me. I'm just like, there's no way. And like, I, I just held it in and then it just blew up everywhere. I didn't get on the bags, but I mean like, hey, you're human. Same thing in restaurants. You ever go into a restaurant, people have their masks off, they're eating. Like there's like this magical cloak because they're sitting somewhere in a restaurant paying for a bill with waiters and waiters. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, I... I haven't been to a restaurant sit-down experience since the pandemic because I don't believe in it. I cook. Well, my sister took me down to Park in Rittenhouse Square, and they, wow, spared no expense. That Steven Starman, who literally built, you know, these booths with 
heating systems inside them that were, you know, so you can sit like four people at a table and you have your own isolated booth, comfy chairs, and it's the only thing they're wow. missing is the speakers for music, you know, it's just really, really awesome. Yeah, yeah, and no expense spared. That, that dude makes some serious loot, so he just park and all those other restaurants, he, he did it up. Yeah, not, some places can't afford that, though. I mean, like, uh, it's the, the tent. You see the tent at the uh, Bridgeport Rib House? Fans playing under that? No. It's like that's... sad. You know what I mean? It's a sad thing because it's like, I don't know. I don't know when music will come back to its full fruition, you know, year, two years. I don't feel so stupid, Kev, for going to see uh, 21 Pilots three times in one year now. No, I was just thinking, I got a, I got a, like memory somewhere on some app recently of that show and yeah i mean that was probably the one that we saw each other at we when we didn't know we were we didn't know that each other was going or something and we just like ran we walked into the bathroom at the same time and we're i'm just like standing at the urinal and i look over and you're there yeah that was weird it was really <laughs> weird i forgot about that i i thought that you would text me but no that's how it happened yeah I just that when's that gonna happen? When you gotta go into a bathroom in a concert? You know what I mean? Like, God, those lines. Did you guys yeah. see this article that was around uh, Facebook a couple of days ago about some dude in South Philly who had his own secret apartment at the the vet? Yeah, I, I read a bit about that. Yeah, like a couple of years he spent in there. That should be a it should be a movie. It's in such a stadium? great idea. Well, I haven't seen. What is it? What is it? So, okay, so this I don't know all the details, but I did read through it quickly. Um, in between the dash, and it's about this guy who went there to volunteer for some sort of job, which gave him privy towards these spots in vet veteran stadium that had this secret, um, like compartment, secret like lair, and he would have like these big parties in there during, um, you know, the seventh inning stretch or like halftime of a football game. You know what I mean? Like all sorts of crazy things. And he lived in there basically. And uh, there's one part of the article that basically says that like, uh, at one point there was a rain delay of a game that was really good and didn't resume to like well after two o'clock in the morning. And he woke up and made himself a cup of coffee so he could watch it. And people kept coming up to him being like, where did you get that coffee? Cause everything had been closed for like hours. <laughs> but can you imagine like having your own secret space? Wow. Yeah. You go a bit nutty after a while, but yeah, that'd be cool. I, I would like to have a, or have had one, I guess, at the old electric factory. Like, did you ever watch like oh. a band from the top, like uh, the second floor bar looking down? Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Love that spot. It's great. And it'd be fun. You know what I mean? To, to have something like that. But um, yeah, I always wanted that when I was a kid too. Secret room. You know what I mean? That'd be so sick in a, in a sports arena. They're, you know, they're starting to have fans come back to, Phillies games, Sixers games and stuff, um, which like, I don't, I'm kind of excited for. I might go to one. I might go to a, a Phillies game or something over the summer. Yeah, I mean, why not, you know? You're vaccinated. Yeah, yeah when I, I was talking to Kevin about, we did a Zoom together, me and Kevin. You know, I, I, I feel kind of like you do, Bob. I'm just like, I feel sort of depressed about it because I feel like it's, everything's going to come back like super slow. And it's not just going to be boom. All right, let's open up everything. But I don't know. I I, I think Kevin might have a different um, perspective, which is actually more a little more positive. And you know, 
if things start, do start to come back like that, then yeah, it's sooner than later, I think. Maybe we can hold out hope for some concerts soon, you know? I mean, I hope so. You know, I really do. It's, I mean, Friend Zone's Pizzeria last night might as well have been a concert. There were so many people in there, you know, like eating with their masks off. You know what I mean? The place was like, you know, 1998 packed. And I was just like, is there a pandemic in here? <laughs> Not and in I, Friend Zones. <laughs> no, I mean... It, it is what it is though it's just different rules apply for different things it's frustrating i don't know really what's going on much anymore though because i i was telling judah during the failed episode that i was incapacitated to record correctly that um i stopped paying for cable like television like i just have internet now like i'll just stream stuff and i don't watch the news no more like i'm done with that shit, dude after a year of listening to them and waking up to panic, I was just like, that's it, dude, I'm done. Like, if I'm if I'm going to get it and I'm going to die, there's I can't stop it because it's invisible. You know what I mean? Like, it's invisible. It's, it's everywhere, but why am I going to, like, I'll take every precaution. I like wearing a mask. I, I don't have mascophobia. I enjoy uh, it. It's nice in the winter. I'm doing it every, every winter from Tell now me, on. I talk think. about that. Amazing pleasure that we haven't been doing this. We, like, we've never been wearing face facial masks during the winter. But yes, you're right. It keeps your face completely uh, nice layer of warmth. Yeah, and it's not. It doesn't have the whole. I'm not a big scarf guy. I don't like to. Yeah. I don't really know what I'm doing with it anyway. But mm-hmm. it's just it's so easy over the years. Warm. I haven't gotten a cold this whole time. I've been in school too. I almost want to be like, mm-hmm. if a kid comes in sick in the future, be like, yeah, you're wearing this. Mm-hmm. Stay away from me. Every other country seems to do it. Have been doing it for generations yeah you know italy just went is going on lockdown um monday to about easter because my girlfriend's wow. right now and she's all like upset about it their their cases are starting to rise again which is which yeah sucks. new zealand had a that's just the thing it's like it's not going anywhere and like the vaccine isn't a foolproof vaccine yet they don't really know you know like it's like I don't know. It's such a weird thing because not everybody has the same information. Some people don't want the vaccine. Some so, people don't, you know. What I've seen looks like Pfizer has the most effective, right? And then it's Moderna, but not by, it's like not by le- that much less. It's like something negligible. Yeah. I don't, I mean, not between 95 and 91%, the two of them. But like, so when you say effective, like I don't have the information. So what, what have you been seeing? That's what I've been seeing. This I've week. just been listening to stuff. So I've been listening to, um, a bunch of different podcasts on it and basically there's a breakdown recently by um hamilton mars who i I just i love the guy you know what i mean like i I love that show um on hulu and vice the pharmacopoeia and he broke down like what the differences are and like yeah it, it basically changes your dna to say if this virus attacks me it'll fight it off but it's not the traditional vaccine where it would take years and years upon years to to create and like i i just i'm upset that not all the information's out there that's not the stuff that's on the news. You know what I mean? They're just like, well, the vaccine's coming. We're going to vaccinate every single person in the planet. And yeah. uh, everything's going to go back to normal. By the way, you're not allowed to read anything that's on the ingredients. To kind of go off what you're saying, Bob, like I, I just worry, and maybe this is just my ignorance about science and how vaccines work. I just worry because it hasn't been like tested for years and years and years that there might be some sort of long-term side effects that you know, could come in a year, two years, three years, four years, 50 years of your life that are unforeseen. You know what I mean? Like I, I maybe, but, the, but men, maybe, maybe I sound like an idiot because I don't know what I'm talking about. You know, this, this just, no, I think that I'm seeing a side effect right now. Kevin Cox is starting to grow an Isaac Wendell beard. 
Well, do you, I, know I, do you guys know what I mean, though? Or is yeah, that, or, yeah well, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I, I've gotten vaccines before. I'm not against vaccines. Let's just put that out there. But I do like the flu shot. Okay. I went one year, got the flu shot and I got so sick that year. Like I have video footage of myself. That's how sick I was in bed. And then I stopped getting it and I haven't had the flu shot since. And I haven't gotten. But, you, but what I'm saying is like, you, you know what I mean? About the long-term fear, I guess, John. Kevin, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. But, but at the same time, they had, I know that they've, you know, the, the, the COVID vaccine is fast, but they've been working on this kind of vaccine for a long time. So it's not like it's not like they just did it in a year all on its own. They've been working on this kind of technology for like a decade. So there's a foundation. Yeah. Also, the the flu shot. I didn't know this before, but the flu shot is way less effective than um, a COVID shot. I just googled a number real quick, so this might not be super accurate. But in 2019, 2020, the the flu vaccine was 52 percent effective. Wow. Both my parents are, uh, or no, my dad's vaccinated. My mom's about to be vaccinated. So, I mean, I guess I'll be in the DoorDash line waiting, you know? I didn't think we'd have to wait, you know what I mean? Like, don't you think, like, in today's world and culture that they could just be like, look, here's the National Guard, boom, everybody's vaccinated, you know? Like, well, they got to make their money off of it somehow, so. I'm a man of action, you know what I mean? Uh, we're winding down here on time. I just want to say uh, thanks to you guys for making this re reunion happy. We're stoked to hear uh, Judah Kim's new single, Radiate. What's the drop date on that, Judah? Uh, shooting for May 7th. Let's see how things go. Shooting for May 7th. I um, recorded it here with uh, you know some new gear and stuff. Um, played everything, and I had having it mixed at Forge recording with Ron, and hopefully, nice. and hopefully mastered at Abbey Road. By Simon wow. Gibson, yeah, that's pretty sweet. So, yeah, coming down to the wire with it should be good. And uh, John, are you playing that gig tonight at five? Can everybody come in the world? No, just solo acoustic for Katie. I'll be, uh, I'll be, uh, you know, sipping beer, watching, and enjoying. Yeah. So it's in person. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Bars are having music. Uh, the downtown section, like Broadway, you would not. No, there was a global pandemic going on. Kev, uh, I just want to say thanks for making it happen. We're running out of time. Don't want to be rude, but uh, appreciate you all. I look forward to a day that we can all be in the same room together. My name is Bob, and this has been another episode of Bobcast.